Ah, so you've come to hear about my 21-day meditation journey. Did I fail? <laughs> Did I even make it to day 21? Did I have any epiphanies? Welcome to episode 124 of This Shit Works, a podcast dedicated to all things networking, relationship building, and business development. I'm your host, Julie Brown, professional speaker, author, and networking coach. And today, I am discussing my 21-day meditation journey. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. First, yes, I did make it through all 21 days of the meditation journey, and a lot of things happened in my life in those 21 days, including Halloween parties, flights to multiple keynotes, and the heartbreaking loss of my dog Royce. Prior to starting the 21-day practice, I had decided that I would do my meditation in the morning. I would do it after I worked out and got ready for work, but before I ate breakfast. Each meditation lasted just over 20 minutes with a few extra minutes of instruction. There were days I looked forward to the meditation, and there were days when it seemed like just another event on my calendar that I had to do. These were the days I called it my fucking meditation, as in, Ugh, I forgot to do my fucking meditation. Ugh, I need to do my fucking meditation. There were days like that, yep. And then there were days where I looked forward to it. I looked forward to sitting in silence. Yeah, silence. This is what surprised me about this particular meditation technique. There was no sound, no music, no Tibetan singing bowls, no body scan during the meditation, just sitting in silence repeating a stillness sound in your head. On the first day, we were given the stillness sound. We began by saying the sound out loud a number of times and then slowly saying it softer and softer until ultimately we were just saying the sound inside of our heads on repeat. This was the first day and I was surprised by the lack of guidance. No body scans from head to toe, no imagining a warm light, no cues to unclench my jaw, nothing. This is going to be difficult, I thought. You see, I like a little distraction in my meditation. Someone to remind me how badly I'm doing it. Each meditation after that day began with a little lesson, about, you know, two to six minutes describing something we might experience in the meditation or when you should meditate or something or the other. On the second day, we jumped right into the meditation and Tom reminded us to repeat the stillness sound in our head through the entire 20 minutes of us sitting in outward silence with our eyes closed. It was at this point that I had uh, realized I had forgotten the stillness sound. Yeah, I had repeated it for 20 minutes the day before, but fuck all if I could remember it now. So I spent the entire 20 minutes trying to remember what the sound was, playing with different sounds in my head, going, oh, is that it? Oh, no, that sounds wrong. Is this right? Is this it? Not a very relaxing meditation, if you know what I mean. So afterwards, I went back to the first lesson so I could hear the stillness sound again, and then I committed it to memory. It took until day four for me to go through the entire 20 minutes without opening my eyes. But 
that didn't mean I was getting good at it. My mind was still wandering all over the place. And multiple times my dog Maddie stepped on me or smelled my face when I was meditating, which was distracting. The fifth day was a good meditation. I didn't open my eyes and I felt relaxed when I finished. Ah, this is what it's supposed to feel like, I thought. On day nine, I had an epic fail. My leg fell asleep in the middle of the meditation. That's all I could think about. I opened my eyes a million times. The clock just seemed to be dragging on and on forever. I had a cold, so I was coughing and blowing my nose. It was not a good day. But the following day, day 10 was great. Where for the first time, I, I, you know, the timer went off and I was actually like, wow, that went by really fast. I could have just kept sitting here in silence. I was really enjoying myself. A few days later, I tried to meditate at the airport while I waited for an early morning flight to St. Louis. I tried. I really tried, but the fucking girl next to me kept picking up her water bottle and slamming it into the cup holder at her seat, literally shaking the entire row of seats that I happened to be in while she watched videos on her iPad without earphones. I don't know. Maybe the meditation was helping me because normally in a situation like this, I would have had a choice few words for that girl, but I didn't say anything. I just tried to repeat the stillness sound in my head, even though my mind was anything but still. The next day, I tried to meditate in the hotel room. Epic fail. That's all I'm going to say. It was around this time in the program that Tom started teasing us that we should be meditating twice a day. Twice a day. He mentioned that the day is made up of 72 20-minute segments and we should be able to dedicate two of these segments to meditation every day. To which I answered, no fucking way, buddy. I'm having a hard time fitting these 20 minutes into my morning as it is. Forget trying to add another 20 minutes somewhere else in the day. During the next week, he tried to encourage me that two meditation sessions a day were doable and that there would be increased benefits. I didn't bite. The rest of the program was more of the same. Some good days, some terrible days. With three days left in the program, our dog Royce passed away. The three meditations I did after that were sad. They were fucking brutal. I just cried. I just cried. I just sat there and all I could think about was him. I will not lie. I have not meditated one day since the program ended. I've thought about doing it. But I haven't. I do think it was helpful, but like I said, I thought 20 minutes was a long time to dedicate each morning. If the meditations were like 10 minutes long, I most likely would have stuck with it. Will I go back? Yeah, I actually do think I will, but I need to find a better way to fit it into my daily schedule because it did add what felt like a significant delay in getting to the office each morning. I will say that I did like the lessons and how Tom described meditation and what we might be feeling each week. A number of the lessons coincide with something that I was experiencing during the meditation, so I thought that was really well done and a very good intro to the meditation as a whole. I also liked that he didn't tell me to clear my mind. I had the stillness sound to use whenever my mind wandered or thoughts came barging into my brain, which happened all of the time. And I was comforted by the fact that every day before we started the practice, he said that was going to happen and it was completely normal. I think all the meditations I tried before made me think that I was doing it wrong because I couldn't stop my mind and I couldn't stop thoughts from coming into that space. 
So yes, I liked it. Yes, some days I called it my fucking meditation. And yes, I will probably go back to it and try to make it a more permanent part of my day. Just not today. Okay, on to the drink of the week, which is called the Sleeping Lotus. Here's what you're going to need. A couple ounces of dry gin, one ounce of almond syrup, three-fourths ounce of lemon juice, two dashes of orange bitters, and a mint spray. You're going to combine all that ingredients ingredients in a cocktail shaker, add ice, and shake until chilled. Um, Like 10 seconds. Strain into a Collins glass that's filled with crushed ice, and then stir it to incorporate with the ice. And then top that with a mint sprig. They also say, you know, to make it a little bit more like ooh, zen, like garnish it with an edible orchid. But like, honestly, who's got that shit lying around? I'm sure it's fine without it. All right, friends. That's all for this week. If you like what you heard today, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please remember to share the podcast to help it reach a larger audience. If you want more Julie Brown, you can find my book, This Shit Works, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or in the show notes below. You can find me on LinkedIn at Julie Brown BD. Just let me know where you found me when you reach out. And I am Julie Brown underscore BD on Instagram. Or you can just pop on over to my website, juliebrownbd.com. Until next week. Cheers.